Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Joseph Reth. Joseph, you're the CEO of Reth Digital. And uh, fun fact, Joseph, you're 17 years old and you've created an agency now. You've got 12 people on your team. You guys are doing amazing business. Uh, and you've done this in just a few short years. Uh, congratulations and, and welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So just to kind of explain what Reth Digital does, uh, go ahead and give us the, uh, the overview. Uh, so um, we're a full-service digital agency based in Modesto, California. Um, like Josh said, we have a 12-person team consisted of 16 to 18-year-olds. Uh -huh. And basically the, um, the idea behind that was storytelling sells and also, of course, a good product sells. And so we were already doing a lot of good work for clients we had when I just had freelancers working for us. And then... Um, my representative right now, um, he was talking to me how he was really interested in my story about how I was 16 at the time um, and just growing a really dope agency. And so I kind of um, use that as a catalyst to be like, okay, You're if you right now, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you can get off screen. Uh, so my, my 16 year old son, Ethan came to, <laughs> I invited him in here <laughs> and uh, I said, come here, sit down. Well, you can sit down and listen to this guy. Okay. All right. So he's going to listen off camera. All right. Uh, so, uh, so Joseph, talk to me about what was the impetus? Hey, you got a little kitty back there too. By the way, <laughs> yeah. so much we're describing right now. So if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast version of this, there's so much you're missing right now that you can actually watch my uh, video interview with Joseph uh, at uh, you go to upmyinfluence.com in our lower left-hand corner. You can click on our YouTube icon and you can see my interview with Joseph. You'll see my son, Ethan, coming in, stepping in in the background and, and then you'll see Joseph's kitty. What's your kitty's name? Um, Blue. <laughs> Blue? All right. Yep. <laughs> Joseph, my, my, I guess my question is, what was it that inspired you to say, you know what, I'm going to start doing this work? Were you, were you just kind of doing social yourself and you're like, I mean, I'm honest, pretty good at this? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that was a part of it. But honestly, it was, if I'm being truthful here, it was kind of like a combination of, I couldn't get a job at the time because I was 14. And so I was like, I wanted to um, make money, I guess. And then also, <laughs> I want to say... Ty Lopez kind of um, kickstarted it to where he was running a bunch of ads, you know, the whole Lamborghini thing saying like, Oh, start a digital. Uh, well, he was saying start a social media uh, marketing agency, which that's a different term, but really a digital agency in that sense. And so I was kind of curious about that. And then at the time I was running an Instagram page um, that I had like a few thousand followers where I did like graphic design of like NBA players. And so I kind of already knew how social worked. I was already good at graphic design. And so, um, I was like, let me, let me give a go at this, but I didn't have any money to pay for those thousand dollar courses or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I was kind of just digging through the internet, which honestly, the internet alone, if you can research enough, you can find all the information in those paid courses just in a different form. Um, and so through that time, that was around like February, I started looking, made a website called Augment SEO. Um, and I kind of focused on web design and social media. It was kind of like a big, broad, uh, like bunch of, uh, digital marketing 
um, services. And then I just uh, asked my dad if he knew anyone. And so he kn- knew a lot of people in our town that had like restaurants, gyms, stuff like that. And I would do free work for them. Um, smart. And that's very, yeah, and very so that, smart. That's how I got case studies in. And then um, later down the line is when I, I kind of had like, I want to say three stages of like growth. And that was probably the first big one. And then later, um, I guess we can get into that later or I could talk about it now. Um, so you're doing, so for the uh, businesses that, that your dad introduced you to, you're just managing their social? Yeah, I was just managing their social. Some of them were even just Facebook. Um, it was nothing crazy like what we do now, but it was still um, a good case study to get myself into social media marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Getting a lot of experience. Of course, while you're doing the work, you're kind of having to figure it out as you go. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Joseph, what about the, um, what about, uh, you know, other folks your age who say, oh no, that's not something I can do right now. I have to wait until I get into college or out of college before I can start a business like that. I mean, it it wasn't really um, just people my age. It was really everyone, even my mom. She didn't really, um, she she believes in me and stuff and she supports me, but she's always been a realist. And so when I brought to this idea that I want to start a company um, and I was still kind of iffy about it, she was like, okay, sure, do your thing, whatever. But I I could tell she didn't really think it was a a real thing that I could do and I didn't have it in me. Um, And so it was really just everyone saying, I don't want to say negative thoughts, but like passive aggressive, you can't do this. Um, It's not possible at this age, Mm -hmm. just wait. But I felt um, if other people can do this, they have the same laptop as me, the same computer, the same resources. um, What, what does age have to do with it? And so I've kind of just kept that in the back of my mind on the back burner. um, And it's been good with me ever since. When did you bring on your first uh, helper? Um, My first helper was, it was after a few clients, but it was a freelancer. Um, yeah. And so I, I was using freelancers a lot and we still do, um, but I was using them for a majority of the work until um, last year around like June-ish is when I started talking to my representative um, who at the time wasn't a representative, it was just some random guy emailing me and he was just saying how he really loved my story and about how I was young. Um, and so I kind of just, I had one 16-year-old employee who's still with us now. And then at that time, I kind of just cut off all the freelancers and just started hiring people my age. And so now when clients see and hear that, and then also when they see the work we've done with the um, age group that uh, is our team is compromised of, they're even more impressed. And so that's kind of been the big helper in closing clients. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you're doing just in case anybody is skeptical, um, you have you have some pretty d- a decent book of business here. I mean, enough yes. book of business to support a team of 12 people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, as a 17 year old, uh, what do you do to get new business today? Yeah. So that was, that was a huge, um, issue. And no, <laughs> um, that was a huge problem is I was kind of in the beginning, I was so like, um, stuck and it was a huge mindset barrier that mm-hmm. was stopping me. Um, and so the fir- the second stage of like the growth that happened to me was I met this guy on Instagram Um, this is when I was still struggling. I had the free clients, but of course no money coming in. Um, and so I was struggling and I reached out to him. He had a marketing agency. He was like 18, 19. I was like, Hey, could you mentor me? I could pay you for a few calls, this and that. And so we did. And after that, um, after those few calls, he was mentoring me for like a month and I was closing actual real clients. Um, and then he was like, Hey, um, I can take you on as a, uh, what's the word? Um, 
just someone who can like be like a, a mentee, I guess. And he would like pay me for work. It'd be the same amount I was earning then. Um, and that's how I got a lot of the bigger case studies um, uh-huh. early on. Uh, and so that kind of just mindset shifted me because I was like someone who's 18, 19, um, relative to my age, I was like 15, 16 at the time, um, who's crushing it. I was like, that has to be something I can do. And I was already closing like $300, $500 clients. And so I was like, I think there's a huge amount um, of growth that's available here. Um, and so I, I was um, a mentee for him for like a few months, I think, until after I was like, I want to do my own thing. I want to try this um, on my own like I was doing before. And then so that's, that was in March of 2019 when we rebranded. And that's where most of the growth of my agency has came from. Now, and what about um, your schedule? What does your typical schedule look like? And I would imagine your parents probably had some concerns about you not doing homework. <laughs> oh, no, my mom, my mom definitely does. Um, how I mean, I works, don't mean to stereotype, but you're Asians <laughs> and Asians typically, Asian parents yes, are typically yes, really no. big on their kids doing homework. <laughs> no, yep, yep. My, um, all my sisters go to really um, good schools, Berkeley, Cal Poly, Irvine. Um, wow. Wow, that's so, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And, but my mom has always, it's kind of, it's kind of like broken down over the years and like sixth and seventh grade, I got like my first B. Um, and so I got a lot of trouble then. And then I just kept getting more Bs. My, my GPA is like a 3.5, 3.6. Yeah. Um, so it's not terrible, but, um, I just kept breaking it down more and more to where she got used to it. And then I popped the question where I wanted to start a company and she was like, okay, I guess this all makes sense. Um, this and that. And then I finally started making money within a few short months, which, um, as you know, as any business owner knows, it's hard to even make your first dollar um, yeah. as a business because you're creating something out of nothing. Um, and so that was impressive in itself for her. Um, and yeah. so now, as long as I maintain a decent GPA, I promise to go to college, get my degree. Um, she's completely fine with everything. Um, and in terms, yeah. And in terms of my schedule, um, now it's a lot different because of what's happening. So I, I kind of, I like what's happening right now. Um, not not in terms of the virus, but in terms of me being closed inside, um, being able to do a bunch of work, um, stuff like that. But in a normal school day, um, I have work experience um, this year. And so um, basically I get a missed first period. And so that means I got to go to school like 9, 9 a.m. ish. And so uh-huh. I'd wake up around like 7, do a little work, um, like uh, managing clients, um, schedules, stuff like that, um, along with also making sure my team's doing the right posting. Um, and then I just check a bunch of that stuff, check Instagram, um, LinkedIn, stuff like that. And then I go to school and throughout the whole day, I, I, I want to say I'm on my phone almost 90% of the time in school. Um, and it's weird how my schedule worked out because last year I was still doing, um, I didn't see in the year before that, but it was kind of less like I could handle it when I got out of school, but now it's like, I have to be on my phone 24 seven to see if like a client emails me, if my rep's texting me. Um, if there's any problems with our clients, like the other day we had a, a dispute with one of our freelancers. So stuff like that. <laughs> CEO um, stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I'm, I'm on my phone like 90% of the time. Um, yeah. I always have whether a smartwatch on or I, I literally just keep my buzzer on and it just, it rings in class and the teachers are just used to at this point. Um, and I, I, I don't interrupt anyone else. And so I think they're just fine with it, how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so do you mind sharing like some of the clients that you've worked with and where your work has appeared? Uh-huh. So um, 
Instagram's our main platform that we use. And so all the clients that we have listed on our um, website, if you click on their Instagrams, most of that works from us. We have collaborated with a few um, other agencies, but like Catalyst, all that works us, um, Evolves, all that works us. Um, most of the growth is all of us. And so all of our work is on those Instagram pages. Um, and then I think in the coming months, one of our, um, one of our writers is uh, making a bunch of case studies. So to go in detail to those, um, from what we have right now to where it's, I want to say it's pretty detailed, but it's, it's surface level um, case studies to where we didn't really go into detail what we did for them, how much money we made for them. And so we're working on that these um, next coming weeks. Yeah. Um, but you know, so on your website, so I'm looking, I mean, your client's work has appeared on some pretty, uh, go ahead and drop some names if you, if you don't mind. Yeah. So um, Catalyst is sponsored by HBO. Um, the, uh, um, HBO, Sony, um, a bunch of big names, um, they've worked with. And so, um, and then also evolve is on national geographic, um, the discovery channel, um, easy peasy was on shark tank. Um, so there's a bunch of big names they've worked with and I'm eternally grateful for having names like that on our arsenal in order to sell ourselves. Yeah, that's terrific. Um, so do you ever get any pushback when, or I, I would imagine your age is probably the selling point. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, it, it definitely is. Um, I honestly, a lot of people, a lot of people ask me that. They, they think like we get turned down a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And funny enough, we do, but it's usually with like um, local um, businesses. Um that like turn us down and think our age is a, um, a barrier. Uh, but like global brands like Catalyst, Evolve, um, Easy Peasy, they didn't, they didn't think anything of our age. They thought it was cool. If anything, it was, it was a pro instead of a con. Um, so there hasn't been much pushback, but yeah, it's been the main selling point, telling the story, um, how everything transpired. Um, and then also showing the work. It, it's, it's a combination of the two um, storytelling and then also having the data to back your claims and story is what has really, um, what's the word, uh, been the catalyst for our growth. And yeah. yeah. So um, I guess today, where do you, what trends do you see in social right now? Or what are your clients hiring you for um, that, that you think, gosh, you know, uh, other people really ought to be paying attention to X. What is X? TikTok. Um, TikTok's growing immensely in the past, few months and right now it's really big tiktok's everywhere um and it's just it's a powerful platform it's it's what we stand for it's um creators being able to create without um having to deal with the algorithm or um youtube ads um like censoring what they say what they do um it's just allowing them to create and if that content is sound and good it'll go viral or at least um, gain some traction and so that's what a lot of influencers have been hiring us for um, what we're converting a lot of our clients to now. Um, and I think TikTok is the next big platform, if not already, um, mm-hmm. has millions of users. Uh, and so that's the big trend right now um, in terms of platforms and what's going on in social. Yeah. But how can a business use TikTok though? Isn't it just for doing no, I mean, crazy it, stuff? Well, what we're, what we're doing now is we, um, we opened a video production sector within our company. And so I hired the best film people I could find at my school, um, made them take a lot of courses, um, got them mm-hmm. the best year. Um, and so our huge premise in that video production is we want to um, create 
what we call me marshals. Um, and so they're like commercials, but um, entertaining. And so they're funny, but also telling the story of the business. Um, and so that's what we're trying to do. And that can easily convert on TikTok. TikTok, um, it's short. I want to say it's like America's Funniest Home Videos, um, but for 2020. Um, and so it could really be anything as long as it's high quality, funny, um, it'll convert it, it. If you put yourself in the audience's shoes, like, is this funny? Is this entertaining? And if, if that answer is yes, then nine times out of 10, it'll convert, um, mm-hmm. on TikTok because it's all about the content. And when you say convert, what, what do you think a best case scenario would be for a business? You know, and you got to be careful, right? Cause you don't want to come across as a, Hey, you fellow kids kind of thing, right? You, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you want to be authentic. So how can you be authentic? and build an audience and then get something good out of it, you know, ultimately drive conversions as it were. Yeah. So, um, I'd really say just looking at the trends on TikTok right now, which yeah, a lot, a lot of them are dances, um, entertaining videos, stuff like that. But if you, there, there's a huge business side of TikTok that a lot of people don't know. Um, basically your for you page, um, what you get recommended on TikTok is based on your, um, your engagement with the TikToks that you get. And so if you like a bunch of business TikToks, you're going to get a bunch of business related TikToks, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Or if you like dancing TikToks, you're going to get a lot of dancing TikToks. And so how it works is um, it could really be anything. As long as you tell the story using like the TikTok um, text bubble, um, using the right sounds, stuff like that. There's no, um, it's the same as any other platform. It's just now you have to do it in 15 and 16 sec- 60 seconds instead of having like a minute commercial or um, just an infographic on your um, Instagram page. It's now just telling your story in 15 um, seconds and just gaining the audience's attention. Yeah. Uh, so, Joseph, what does engagement look like with you? What, what are clients looking for from you and is it really expensive or how do you, how do you normally work with clients? And like, um, if, for example, if like a, an independent small business owner is like, oh man, dude, I would love to up my TikTok game. How does that usually work? Yeah. And so the problem with that is um, business owners, even from my end, I understand that even though our goal is to generate a long-term ROI by gaining their audience, then leveraging that audience, I understand that they can't keep piling money every month that isn't going to um, generate them any ROI, at least short term. Right. And so as long as you keep the bigger picture of having that long-term ROI by building their brand, but also um, generating them a short-term ROI, which is what we do, that's how we can pay for our service fees and more um, in order to um, hopefully fulfill our long-term goal of building their brand. And so what we would do is we would sit down with them. We would be like, okay, let's see how we can generate money um, for your business through Facebook ads, um, Instagram ads, any advertising platform. Um, and then once we see that we can generate them an ROI that's cost effective and that can pay for our service fees and more, then we'll be like, okay, let's do this. Um, and that's how we go about it. We never take on a client that we think we can't generate them an ROI or what they're looking for. Right. Um, so as long as that trust and the whole um, relationship is sound, then we'll take on the client and we'll do awesome work for them. Yeah. So again, I guess I'm just, you know, I, and again, I'm not as familiar with TikTok other than, mm-hmm. you know, some of the viral TikToks that my kids will send me or I'll see, you know, else, you know, posted elsewhere, like on Reddit or something. Um, but uh, I, and I, so I guess I've just not really looked at much of how businesses have utilized it. Um, so, I mean, the best case is you 
can you you can use TikTok to get people to click off of or out of TikTok or get them yeah. into something? Yeah. So TikTok has an Instagram and YouTube button on the um, profiles of your uh, account. And also, I think after 1,000 or 10,000, you're able to put a link in the actual bio. Mm. Um, and so it's definitely a great platform. And there's been influencers who have shown that and also brands. Um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs showing off their brands in storytelling form. So they're telling them how they started their company, um, where they're at, showing off their office, stuff like that. Um, and they're getting thousands of followers on not only just TikTok, but on Instagram because people go from TikTok to Instagram to follow them. Um, and so it's really a great platform. Um, I'd say especially for creators, but brands can still take advantage of that. Yeah, excellent. All right, cool. So Joseph Reth, CEO of Reth Digital, um, what would be a great place for someone to start engaging with you and they kind of check out your work uh, and decide whether or not, gosh, uh, this is what I need in my life? Like where, where would be a great place for them to start? Um, you have a podcast? Our- What's uh, clicking on podcast here too? Yeah, so um, we had a podcast before where I would interview, um, following along with their storyline, teenagers in my area, um, the mm. Modesto area, Central Valley, um, who are doing... Um, things differently than others. Um, and mm-hmm. so like we had a YouTube celebrity, Tyler Oliveira. Um, he has like 700 K on YouTube. Um, we had a bunch of people who produced music, um, made music, TikTok stars, um, a model from my area. Um, but uh-huh. that, um, it, people were engaged with it, but there wasn't enough, um, room for growth to where there was that many people in my area. Yeah. And so recently with all that's been going on, I kind of just rebranded it to, um, entrepreneurs who are, um, doing things differently. And so now we have like five or six people lined up for our podcast in the next coming months. Um, And yeah, that's kind of just from the goal with that podcast. Yeah. Uh, But but where where else would people go to start that engagement with you? Um, I'd probably say if you want to check out our work, um, our website, refdigital.com. But if you just want to contact me, Instagram's a good platform to do that. Um, You could even call our number, um, email us at hello at refdigital.com. but I think if you're interested in our work, you can just check out our website, click on the clients, check out their Instagram pages. Um, and that's our work um, that we have linked on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rethdigital.com, R-E-T-H digital.com. And I click on services portfolio, kind of see the, the great work that you guys are doing. Well, Joseph, this is cool, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, again, you know, especially on, I don't know what it was that lit a fire under you at 14, but I, I guess initially it was the money. Um, hey, well, let me ask you this, because you'd mentioned this, uh, that, you know, in terms of like, as a business owner, like, you know, it's easy to initially kind of focus on the money, but you, you said, you shared in some notes that, that we had got that that's actually not your focus. No, it's not. Um, and so funny enough, um, the money does come, but it, it's subsidiary from what you're creating. And so you have to create an actual brand, a business, and you have to be passionate about it. And so, like I said, I had a graphic design page before this. I was already growing an Instagram page. Um, so I already liked social and the power it had that you could control someone's emotions, um, how they feel about a brand just by posting videos in a different way that other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've kind of just been really passionate about what I've been building. And I, I, I've loved the process so much that the money just came um, after that. Yeah. And, and it's true. And so, yeah, in the beginning, of course, um, I can't lie, I was... I wanted to make money. But then as it kind of transformed into something else, I was like, this is what I love doing. 
I'd love to do this for the rest of my life. Um, and so I've just kind of been grinding towards that. And the money's just been coming from that, um, from yeah. that um, passion. And it's the way that it works. Awesome. Well, Joseph Reth, again, founder and CEO of Reth Digital. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.